This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1458. This episode has a certain je ne sais quoi. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Sometimes words from other languages are used a lot in English. Today, find out what are some of the most common French words we use and how and when we use them in English. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Awesome, Michelle. How's it going on your end? It's going well. It's going well. Um, recently, we did an episode about deja vu. Um, I'm not sure now which number that was, but it was very recently. Yeah. (laughs) And it got me thinking that we use a lot of French and English. Yes. Um, and we We use a lot of, a lot of languages in English, you know? Um, and it's kind of one of the cool things about English that we, you know, kind of take a lot from other languages. And it it really goes into our fun vocabulary and very natural vocabulary. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, I mean, it's it is fun. It makes sense, right? That because, well, you know, English is a combination of different languages, right. uh, especially in the United States, having so many, so many people from so many different parts of the world here. It's good that we do that, right? I would rather have that personally. Yeah. But I mean, we could get it into an opinion on a debate on, you know, opinions around keeping a language kind of closed and, and pure, I guess, or letting different languages come into it. We could certainly get into that debate another day. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely love the mix. Um, yeah, I'm sure that yeah, like you said, it, I think it's great. And um, I'm, I'm I have a feeling that other languages, you know, also use similar, you know, d- use other languages. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. You guys have to let us know. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, for sure. I think there are certain languages where people maybe don't like just blatant use of, of English words, for example, in like just saying like, okay, I'm sure there are some countries where people are like, it's English, like, don't use it in French or in this language or that language. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but I, I I like the mix. Like again, yeah. um, that's why I love Queens, for example. You know, yeah. the L train. It's or the seven train. It's so diverse. There's people yeah. from all over the world. I love it. Right. So, so this is diversity in language. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I because we did deja vu. I I kind of and because I took French. 
um, in high school and a little bit in college, I, I don't know, I was inspired to dig more into French because we did deja vu and it's a great mm-hmm. language. So, um, but guys, we have done an episode on borrowed English phrases before, and that's episode 531. Why we're gung ho about these borrowed English phrases. So listen <laughs> to that one because that includes different languages and talks more about this idea. So again, we're going to focus on French today, but before we do that, Lindsay, what do we want to tell our listeners? Yeah, guys, we are experimenting with some new stuff over on Instagram this fall. Like we're trying to kick up our stories a bit more. Okay, so watch out. Go over and subscribe to our Instagram channel. You know, we are learning this as we go along. We're not necessarily digital natives, (laughs) (laughs) but we're trying to learn what works and how to, you know, get you guys going with English and practicing together as a community. So check out our Instagram channel. Look for All Ears English. Look for the yellow and follow. Follow us on Instagram. Definitely. Okay. So we are going into French today. And why would we do this? Because I feel like there is a lot of French among English speakers. Um, And, you know, French speakers who are listening to the show, please forgive us for any pronunciation problems. And if we are making a mistake, because perhaps it means one thing in French, but another thing in English. Um, So please forgive us or let us know, you know, let us Mm -hmm. know. Did we do it right? Did we say it right? We would definitely be curious. So today we're going to be talking about how it's used in English. Yeah, but it's interesting though, Michelle, because when you take a word from another language, I think inevitably it becomes accepted to sort of pronounce it with an American accent sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Um, It's different from speaking another language uh, with an American accent, right? So when I hear Americans, your average American speak Spanish, it's kind of cringeworthy, right? Because it sounds awful. (laughs) Like the accent's (laughs) terrible. But if I take a Spanish word, sometimes it's spoken with an American accent if it's part of, does that make, you know what I'm saying here? Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So let's go through this and see if we change our accent or what happens. Um, okay, <laughs> okay, so what's the first one? The first one is a la carte, which, as I found, it means by the card. Yeah. Mm. So separately, right? And you see this a lot on menus, especially yes. at fancy restaurants in the U.S. Right, right, right. Yeah, I definitely think of ordering a la carte, right? Like, yeah, just yeah. individual items. Um. So, yeah. yeah. That's a la carte. So we'll talk more about that, uh, how to use that um, a, a little bit later. But what's the next one, Lindsay? Uh, so I pronounce this prefix. Is that right? Fix price. I, I think so. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what does that mean? Uh, so this idea is just a set price. So often you will see this for like New Year's Eve dinners, right? Mm-hmm. If you reserve at a mm-hmm. restaurant on New Year's Eve, they'll have a prefix menu where it's just a set thing that you're going to, maybe you choose from one plate A or plate B for a main course, right? But you don't have a thousand different options. You can't mix and match all these different things. Everyone gets the same meal, basically. Right. It kind of, it kind of like, I think of weddings or something. You sometimes you got the menu and it's like, do you want the chicken or the steak? But then do you want this or this? You know, like right, it's kind of it's wedding. just yeah. So it's kind of like that. And but yeah, I see this around New York a lot. Prefix menus. Um, mm-hmm. So you might say something like, "Can I order a la carte or is it a prefix menu?" Yeah. Right. Okay. We got a lot sometimes of things going you, on here. <laughs> that's right. I mean, sometimes you don't have a choice. Like sometimes, like you said, maybe you'll go for an event Valentine's Day or New Year's yeah. Eve or whatever, and you can only off order off that prefix menu. Uh, do you like when the menus are like that, Lindsay? Or does, mm, what do you think? I, well, I try to avoid, I mean, I know that I try to avoid going out for dinner on New Year's Eve to any fancy <laughs> restaurant because I know it's going to be overpriced, uh, you know, 
Um, but it doesn't happen very often, so it doesn't bother me too much. No, usually it's at yeah. a, a high end restaurant, typically. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this next one. This is not about food. I love this one. <laughs> it's <laughs> je ne sais quoi. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Um, so it's that I don't know what. So this is literally translated right to I don't know what, right? Je ne sais quoi. Um, right. My teacher. So who 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 used to use this? <laughs> teacher or my teacher? my teacher? Um, what I, my favorite teacher in high school. Um, he would actually. He was not actually. Maybe he had. French roots. I'm not sure. But on the rubrics for grading or, or essays, he would, or presentations, he would write like a certain, you know, certain amount of points for this, certain for this, certain for this. And then it would just be for je ne sais quoi. And we're like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, that's not very concrete. And he was just like, it was just like, a, you know, the je ne sais quoi. Like, I don't know. So uh-huh. it was, and it was hilarious. I mean, some, I feel like not all teachers could get away with that. Like yeah, just being yeah, like, yeah. oh, for that, I don't know what factor. Um, oh, but he so could because he, he was so loved. Oh my gosh, he was the best teacher. Loved. Best. That's cool. So he kind of means that that extra factor. I mean, and kind of what does this mean, you know, in, in general, like, Michelle? Just, you can't kind put of, your finger on it. Like that's right. what we might say in English, right? Like, oh, I can't put my finger on it. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I, this certain something, you know? Yeah, and it's usually talking about a person in general, right? It's some. I think it might be chemistry, um, charisma. I think it might be mm. charisma. Like they have that je ne sais quoi, right? Yeah. That like that whole um, that extra thing that you again you can't really name it, but it's something about them, an energy, a coolness. Do you right. think of it that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, there's something about them that I like. There, it's a certain je ne sais quoi. It's like you, you, you might not be able to just say, "Oh, I like them because they're friendly," right? It's right. like it's hard to right. just say one thing. So you might actually say, "Oh, they, they have a certain je ne sais quoi that I really like." So yeah, so that would be yeah. How would you use it? Like this person has a certain je ne sais quoi that I really like. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And then, Michelle, this next one, super common. We yeah. use it all the time. I think we've taken it over. So petite, right? Yeah, what is that? petite, yeah. small. Yeah. I mean, we use it to describe, you might describe someone's figure as being petite. Oh, like, oh, what what did she look like? Oh, well, she's pretty petite and blah, blah, blah. Um, and yeah. also for clothing sizes. I mean, do, Lindsay, you probably, I yeah. do shop in the petite section. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Lindsay and I are both short. So, Wait, how tall yeah, are you again? We just it's talked hard. about this. I'm five foot four, maybe yeah. four or five, four and a half. And I weigh like a hundred uh, 16 pounds or something. So I'm pretty wow. petite. Yeah. Um, and so definitely, I mean, in department stores, you see an, you see entire departments just for petites, but it can be harder yes. um, in smaller stores, like certain stores that I don't necessarily have, or they have a tiny corner that's petite. Yes. It's so And then I always get confused with the petite section because sometimes you're actually a different size. Have you ever oh. dealt with this? You're like yeah. a larger size in petite. Yeah. And yeah, then it's, yeah. And so like when I go, because now with the pandemic, I'm trying to do, I, first of all, I, I'm, I actually, I ordered some masks the other day and to get free shipping, I needed to spend some more money. So I was like, ah, I could use like a $10 <laughs> shirt. So I did. Right. But like, I was thinking if I started doing more online shopping, Mm-hmm. it's hard with, with the whole petite regular oh, thing disaster disaster yeah it's hard being now. petite it's hard the world is not built for petite women michelle <laughs> yeah yeah it's just very like you you almost feel like even when i would go into stores i would have to try on both and sometimes it's like i don't know so anyway the word petite is very useful 
Yeah. So I would say it's used most commonly for, would you say that for, for describing either stature, size of people, generally women, not men, you wouldn't call man petite guys. That's an important key point, right, Michelle? You would never say this man is petite. I would say he's just, what would you say? That's a good question. Would I say a guy is petite? Because they don't have petite men sections, do they? I don't think so. I guess I not. Do, what, but I, what if I the man know. is petite? I don't know. I, I have don't. to talk to some petite men. <laughs> I actually don't know. But is there any other way that we use petite in English? Any other, I mean, let's see, maybe... I, that's what mm, I would say. I mean, petite to describe someone's size or clothing. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I might be forgetting something. Maybe on like a menu if you're ordering a dessert. Uh, I don't... Mm. Now, generally, I think clothing and size of people is the best way. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Guys, we are having a ton of fun over on Instagram, and you should be over there having fun with us too. Go and search for the All Ears English Instagram channel and join us, follow us, and catch our daily updates. Again, go and find the All Ears English Instagram channel. See you there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Awesome. So the next one is faux. And we actually spoke about in that other episode I mentioned, we spoke about faux pas in the other episode. Um, so but here we're just talking about faux. So faux as in fake, right? Yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. It just means fake. So it's used a lot. With, we talk about things like faux leather, faux fur. Um, yeah, I think of fashion when I hear faux. Fashion. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, that yep, yeah, that's pretty much the way I would use it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then this next one, we're going back to food, pretty much. Yes. Uh, we, well, not just food, um, mm. but okay, du jour, which means of the day, right, Lindsay? Y- yep. This, but this is most commonly probably on menus. Um, yeah. Soup du jour, like plate du jour, something. You'd not just obviously not just French restaurants, right, guys? A lot of different restaurants you might see this just because that's their flavor, that's their branding. They want to use that. Okay. Definitely, definitely. I mean, but I also feel like I've heard people say like, oh, whatever it is, whatever my mood du jour of, like my mood, you know, of the day or like, yes, yeah, something like that. So it's not always with food. You might hear it in other ways as well. Exactly. Or if someone that moves around between like ideas or like things they're pursuing, you might tease them by saying, oh, what's the hobby du jour or or that kind of thing. Someone who kind of like bounces around. So this is used beyond just menus in a very pop culture-y way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, oh my gosh, these are fun. So Lindsay, should we do a role play? Yeah, let's do it. So we are at a restaurant. Yay, fun. (laughs) 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 All right. So this looks amazing. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. They even have a prefix menu if you want. Nice. Hmm, I may just order a la carte. Sounds good. Oh, Lindsay, is that real fur? (laughs) No, it's just faux fur. I don't like to wear real fur. This vest is huge on me. I know. You're so petite. Yeah, I think I need to stop wearing it. (laughs) Don't get rid of it. (laughs) I like it. It has a certain je ne sais quoi. What's the soup du jour? (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, It looks like mushroom. 
<laughs> Yum. That was just funny. It was a funny It's like out of nowhere. Like <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. Sometimes, sometimes I just, I just stick it. these I things in and yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Hilarious. This is Walker. great. Good stuff. So what did we say here, Michelle? So we said you said, Oh yes. Oh wow. They even have a prefix menu if you want. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then uh you said, uh, I may just order a la carte. And about the prefix menu, I was just thinking, it's not always fancy restaurants, actually. Sometimes I feel like you get the good deal if you do a prefix. And sometimes I feel like prefix is more expensive and sometimes I think it's yeah. less expensive. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So sometimes so. it's a way for them to offer you, like lock you into paying a certain amount of money but then you you could get a better deal i agree yeah. with that yeah yeah um All right. let's see what else and, and then, then we talk about your fur, fur. Your fur. <laughs> and i said no it it's just faux fur right that i don't like to wear real fur yeah okay mm-hmm. and or then i yeah. then we go into you're wearing this huge vest i don't know yeah it's so weird <laughs> and, and you say you're so petite right yeah. so i don't i don't fill out the vest i don't it just kind of hangs off you gotta get I'm rid of that lindsay i'm imagining yeah. you sitting in this big fur fur vest <laughs> i know it's hilarious it's a really funny picture oh, in some restaurant all right and then you said don't get rid of it i like it it has a certain je ne sais quoi <laughs> you know you just i feel like that i feel like our listeners should give me a challenge guys we should do this yeah. one day like you guys give me like the most random english words and then see if i yeah. can create a role play with it <laughs> that would be fun i would love to see what you could come up with yeah um i do want to make one point though i i realize that one thing that's trendy to say right now instead of like faux is vegan like vegan leather mm. i've heard that mm. um before that people will write that it's vegan leather instead of you wouldn't really write faux leather on a label of a you know you wouldn't advertise that it's fake leather but you could say vegan leather some brands do say that right 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 yeah no that's true that's true yeah that's interesting so all right what um, else michelle and, and then you what's said what's the soup du jour <laughs> yeah so we're in a weird transition all right anyways well guys, we're at the restaurant i'm having that actual <laughs> we're looking at the menus yeah yeah if you guys were having that conversation you may do some kind of different transition there between those topics <laughs> i like it i'm just or joking. not oh all right God. michelle good stuff what should we leave our listeners with today okay guys so we chose french today french is the language <laughs> of the day but guys if you don't speak french or you're not interested in speaking and learning french that's you know not what this is about this is about how languages you know kind of get adopted into yeah. english and you know certain phrases certain words and so these are really common for english um mm. in the english language and we use them and you know they're um yeah, it's very natural as well. So yeah. we gave you a bunch of examples from food to appearance and more. And, you know, you will hear these. So they're important to learn and to use them. Mm, I love it. And we should offer our listeners a little challenge. If you want to do want to have an episode like this for your language, yes, write to us, you know, write to me, Lindsay at allersenglish.com and let me know which language, what's your native language. And we will see if we can make an episode based on words from your language that are used in English naturally. We'll see if we can Definitely. do it, Michelle. Definitely. It might be harder, but we'll see if it if we could do it. That'd be kind of fun. Love it. Yes, that would be fun. So anyway, thank you for listening today. And Lindsay, thanks for talking about soup du jour with me. Yeah, good times. Good times, Michelle. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. 
And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.